Hey, what's going on? Today, I want to share with you a super interesting gentleman that I was able to interview. His name is Vako Shvili, and he is a freelance designer. Vako travels the world and consistently gets high-paying clients. And I'm gonna show you real quick how he does that. So if you check this out, Vako, right here on his personal page, is a designer and instructor. You can see his Udemy course right here, learn how to design a killer landing page without coding. And what Baco teaches is pretty interesting because you can get up to speed and become a professional designer with what he teaches you know, in a matter of weeks. And he shows you how to create pages with two tools in particular, Instapages. Never seen instapage.com, I'd head over there. It allows you to create professional landing pages without knowing any code. Now this is a lot different from if you're using a content management system like WordPress, which is bloated, not responsive, and doesn't create pages that look really like a professional designer made them. Baco has a course on how to create pages with this. It's very short, you can learn it in one day. He is also coming out with a course on how to create pages with Webflow. If you haven't seen Webflow, it is a super interesting company. They have uh, a tool that allows you to create sites with custom JavaScript, CML, and HTS, uh, CSS and HTML so you don't know how to code. It allows designers to ship websites that are the same quality as if you had a development and design team working on it, all with one person. So Webflow is an amazing software, totally gonna change web design, and if you learn it, you'll be able to ship super high quality products and charge uh, the price accordingly. Baco has been doing this while he travels the world and is able to consistently get high paying clients. So if you're interested in learning how to be a designer, I highly suggest you watch this interview and you go to Udemy, check out his Instapage course, and as he releases the Webflow course in a few months, I highly suggest you get that as well. So thanks, I hope you enjoy this interview. So we are recording. Today I have on Baco Shvili. He is a freelance designer. He works with clients all over the world. Uh, he also teaches, he's a Udemy instructor and helps people to figure out their own freelance careers. So Vako, thank you for coming on. Thanks man, thanks for inviting. Definitely, so I think you got to see the questions. It's an easy one to start off with, but what's the most exciting thing that you're working on right now and why is that? Um, uh, at this moment actually I've completed two really major projects which were like, uh, was like website design and build for a digital agency in Australia, mm. which was a beast of a website and took me a lot of time and uh, it was a good effort and came out really good. I'm happy with it and I love, I love when I put projects to bed and then you know they're done and they're complete. And another yeah. thing that I've done, which was quite exciting, which was uh, an app for a car sharing. Okay. Uh, do you know, uh, I think in the US you might have Zipcar, Zipcar or something like that. Uh, it's, uh, it's when, the, when there are cars in the city uh, and you oh, rent yeah. it, you take with an app, you, know, you open the car. So it's not like Uber or Lyft, but it's basically you drive the car and you rent that car from, uh, you know, from the city. You drive it, you drop it off, close it with the app, you walk off. So uh, there's this Swiss uh, startup that I'm working on and uh, we're you know, building a design. I'm designing the app and then the guys, developer team, they are building it. And um, I haven't finished it, uh, but uh, yeah, I would say that's one exciting project that I'm working on. And my next project, which is uh, my personal one, I'm gonna start creating another course on Udemy. Okay. Yeah. And that's so, something I'm quite excited about. 
Yeah, that, that does. That's, I actually have a couple questions about this. So the first one you said is the app is an app that's like a, it's almost like a Zipcar competitor. Sort of like that. Yeah. Okay. It's uh, Europe and uh, there's already so many of them in, around Europe, but these guys are uh, doing it in Zurich, Switzerland. Okay. Which is probably same, exactly the same concept as Zipcar, but uh, just one, one additional, uh, because there's no Zipcar around here. I don't think there's yeah. any Zipcar in Europe, maybe in, in the UK, but not, not in Lisbon, not in Switzerland. And um, the additional concept they're going to have is scooters. So they're going to have scooters and cars. Okay. Huh. That's interesting. Interesting. Is, and yeah. then... And then the, the course, uh, I took your first course, the landing page one. It was awesome. Introduced me to uh, Insta pages. Um, so, what, uh, what, what kind of course are you trying to get into now? A more extensive design course or what are you doing? Uh, it is, yeah. The next one, uh, so there is this tool called Webflow. Have you heard of it? Yeah, I saw it on your, on your blog. It looks pretty okay, excellent. Okay. All right. So this is, uh, so how to explain this? So this is a web design tool, uh, yeah. web, more of a web building tool. Yeah. So it's kind of like you would think, oh, you know, like a WordPress or a Wix or Squarespace or some, you know, you'd say some, something like that. But uh, this is a professional web development tool, which means, so if like Instagram filters were uh, the photo editing tools, this tool would be the Photoshop for photo editing tools. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. you know, like Squarespace is like Instagram for photo. You know, it's something that a regular consumer can use it. It's very simple to use. Do you know Squarespace? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You've heard of it, probably. It's pretty big. Oh, know, yeah. I've used it tons of times for just like quick yeah, mock-ups for sites. Exactly. Yeah. So quick mock-ups, quick sites. So it's something that, you know, easy, easy to use and somebody can get into it. And the Webflow is like professional tool for that. So it gets, uh, enables designers like me who do not know, I don't know how to code. Uh, I do understand a bit of uh, HTML, CSS but I don't know how to go. And for yeah. somebody who is a purely designer coming from a graphic design perspective, uh, background, gives me the ability to actually build websites and ship them and give them to the clients and mm -hmm. have them to the client. And it's an absolutely amazing game changer tool. And uh, it's, you know, it's picking up, it's been there for years on the market, but you know, not many people know about it. And I want to put this course on uh, Udemy because, uh, I think it's the easiest way for people to get into web development. Because a lot of people, a lot of students, they you know go like, you know, I want to get a tech job. I want to get uh, start freelancing, and I want to start uh, freelancing and you know learn HTML, CSS, JavaScript, and learn how to build websites. But you know, you have to start from really scratch, and you have to learn so many different languages, HTML, CSS, JavaScript, and you have to like work on it so many years to get somewhere and get to a mediocre level where you can deliver some stuff, some work. But I know that this is the way to get in and get there fastest. And that's what I want to give basically to, to the Udemy students. Oh, that's exciting. So, so potentially someone could watch your course, get their free trial and, or whatever, then subscription to Webflow and start offering services at a Absolutely. higher level. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Without yeah. having to spend like years learning HTML, CSS, and JavaScript and, uh, or WordPress. Yeah. No, I loved the Instapages tutorial. I've been using Thrive Themes uh, okay. Architect, and it's just, 
they constantly have little issues and it's so frustrating and instapages was uh, so good smooth right it's so smooth. Unfortunately, a little more expensive, but <laughs> pretty good. I know, I know. Yeah. yeah, they've been increasing. Yeah, they've been increasing prices every, I don't know, every other year. Yeah, um, I mean, they deserve it. Good product. Um, great product. Let's see here. So speaking of, you know, job opportunities like design, I wanted to talk to you because it seems like you have a lot of experience with, you know, working with developers, designers, marketers. What skills do you see as being the highest leverage, like best opportunity for people that want to get into freelancing and are looking at all their different potential career paths? I actually would, um, would ask that question or for a potential person who is uh, thinking about, you know, changing careers or getting to the tech careers or thinking about new freelancing opportunities. I think the question they should ask that not what market demands, but what's the skill that they could get really good at? Because what market wants really good talent? They don't want another designer who is mediocre or, you know, sucks. They don't want another developer who, you know, can get, cannot get shit done. They, the market really needs, yeah. Market <laughs> so wants good talent. And, uh, but they want anything. They want everything. Like, world is so big and everybody has just you know my my girlfriend is uh she's doing life coaching and uh she's helping people to uh, struggle with anxiety and you know relationships romantic relationships or business relations things like that so people want so many different things some people want business coaching some people want life coaching some people want websites some people want apps some people want machine learning and ai development there's just so many different things but everybody wants good talent, no matter what it is. So one thing I always tell people is this. There is this guy, which I love, and I read his book. Uh, it's called uh, Ken Robinson. And he wrote this book called Element. And uh, it's, uh, it's basically finding something that you are kind of good at, a little good at, and you like it a bit. So there's formula that you like it a bit and you're kind of good at it you kind of have a little bit of neck for it and then you start investing more time in it and because you like it you work on it it's not that exhausting for you to work on it and because you're sort of good at it that satisfies you because when you produce something and you look at your uh, work and you say oh look i made a nice poster mm, feels so good for your ego right yeah. And that gets you to put a bit more time in it. And because you put a bit more time in it, now you got a bit better at it. Right? But because yeah. you got a, a bit better at it, now you're a bit more satisfied about it. And then yeah. it's just positive feedback that gets you going. And at some point, you reach really extremely high quality in whatever it is. It can be a massage <laughs> therapy or life coaching or graphic design or JavaScript or HTML or whatever it is but you have to like it because like imagine have you ever met a chef who doesn't like food no. or have you ever met a musician that doesn't listen to music for enjoyment yeah. no. right or have yeah. you ever met a football player who doesn't like to run so yeah. people need to like but but imagine like i meet all the time people who hate being in the office yeah right 
Yeah. You know, if you hate being in the office, you're not going to get good at whatever you're doing there, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're doing some sales job and you hate being on the phone, you're not going to become a good salesperson. Yeah. So you always have to find what you're kind of like, sort of good at it. And then let the world take, let the universe take care of it. Yeah. No, I like that for the motivation. That's so true. So true. Yeah. And looking at the market too, if it's a totally not a match for you, it's like, it doesn't matter what the market market wants. And especially if you're not going to be top, top, you know, super competitive at it. Cause I think you're right. The market doesn't need any more, you know, subpar yeah. contractors working there. They don't. There is plenty of them. There is plenty, plenty of bad talent yeah. out there. It's unfortunate. Um, so your own road to design. How did you? How did you decide you wanted to be a designer? Was that you've always been doing, or how'd you get into that? It was. It was complete accident. I okay. I bumped into it like I just crashed into design out of nowhere. Because I always thought like design was something artistic and artsy and uh, and something creative, and I always considered myself like the least creative person because I was always into system, mathematics, uh, organizing stuff, and being efficient and uh, problem solving, those kind of stuff. You know, solving puzzles and things like that. I was never drawing or you know wondering about colors and stuff like that yeah. but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but then I got lucky because I had um, I had my business partner who was my boss and here uh, at uh, my previous company he was a graphic designer himself and um, and he became um, he saw that you know I was working as a marketer and I, sometimes I needed to you know design like um, get an ad flyer or a poster or a Facebook uh, cover photo or profile picture or something like that for the company. And uh, because I had the need, sometimes I need to, I had to like open up some design tools and just um, put something together. And, uh, and then one day he saw that I, you know, I sort of had uh, a little bit of a uh, tendency to, towards design. And then he encouraged me and he told me like, oh, you know, pretty good actually for somebody who has no idea what he's doing. Mm -hmm. And uh, he encouraged me. He gave me some guidance. So you know what what a mentor would do, right? And uh, absolutely, thanks to him, uh, today I'm a designer because he gave me encouragement and told me that I could be a designer. Otherwise, oh, wow. I would just not not think about it at all. Just not consider yeah. it ever. <laughs> that's that's really Last interesting. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's Make that's it. super interesting. You're working as a marketer. What kind of marketing? Just like regular digital marketing stuff? Or you digital marketing stuff mainly, yeah. Facebook advertisement, Google advertisement, uh, social media, anything. We have, uh, we're running, a, we are like three, three business partners, very young people, and uh, we're running the student agency. We're helping uh, um, students to go study in the UK. And uh, yeah, so we, you know, we always had some challenges like that to come up, you know, we needed to do some posters, whatever. We basically needed to get clients. And uh, we're doing the, any sort of marketing, basically. Anything that would work. Yeah. No, totally. <laughs> That's interesting. So do you have any plans to start up anything your own in the near future at all? Or are you thinking about it or not really? I think uh, I, had, uh, I had a very uh, intense experience with startups. I had, uh, so... Uh, me and this again, this uh, uh, other two partners of mine, we had this one company which was pretty successful, and then we had another. We founded another company which uh, which was a disaster. 
which was uh, a huge, uh, you know, I would say the company, the idea was great. The, the traction was great. We got investment. We even won some uh, uh, big competitions, like which was organized in Facebook headquarters in London. Oh, wow. And uh, we took like first place and 150,000 pounds. And uh, wow. everything was going really, really great. And, and then one day I was fired. Oh, wow. From my home company, which was sort of my idea and my creation. What happened? Can you get well, into it? Um, we had uh, me and my partner. We had a huge fight and huge fallout, and uh, our relationship was already deteriorating. And uh, it just one day that would be just snapped. One day everything just snapped, and um, yeah. yeah, I was uh, I was the minority shareholder. He was the majority shareholder, and uh, I had to go. But uh, I have no regrets because I still thank him because he was the one who gave me this career today that I absolutely love. And I love yeah. doing the freelancing. I love doing web design. I love doing being at home or in a coffee shop and doing my individual work. And I've realized one thing, which is, you know, running a business, having a startup is not my thing. It's a lot of people's thing, but it's not mine. And that's why I always tell them to find what's your thing. Because when you find your thing, just you're going to get really good at it because you'll do it, you'll like it, and you'll get extremely good at it. I never got extremely good at running a business because I just didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that makes sense. Sorry to hear about that, but I mean, it does sound like it worked out. Um, and you mentioned it, you like, you like it so much. You love it. What is it that you love about design and then the lifestyle being a designer provides for you? First of all, I love the action, the, the process itself, because I love solving problems mm -hmm. and uh, digital product design is mainly solving problems. So, when, I, when you think about posters and print design and advertisement, it's a, it has a bit more creative side to it where you know, it's less problem solving and a bit more creative expression to it. But when it comes to digital products like mobile apps and uh, websites and uh, web platforms and uh, tools like Instapage or WhatsApp, uh, they are uh, apps that need to solve some sort of problem. And they have to function in a way that people get it. People don't need to have instructions how to use it. When they, somebody mm -hmm. picks it up, when you pick up a WhatsApp or a Facebook Messenger, you know what to do with it without yep. having to read a manual. Like in an old days when you get a washing machine and you had to <laughs> read the manual and you yeah. read the, nobody, nobody reads a manual and you always mess it up. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. But uh, that's, that's what I like, you know, solving those sort of problems and making sure that somebody who's going to pick this up he will understand how to use it and will understand how to achieve his goal that he's trying to achieve with this app. Mm -hmm. And the that second, obviously, lifestyle, lifestyle, freedom. I love the freedom. You know, I wake up whenever I want to wake up. I love working until late at night. I don't like working in the morning. But uh, if, we, if, I, if I had to work in a corp, uh, company, I couldn't do that. I couldn't choose that. I'm very unproductive in the morning, extremely unproductive, very slow. My brain should start, needs three hours to wake up in the morning. So for me to you know, start designing in the morning, it's just going to take so much effort and not good, not, I won't be able to deliver good results. But if I start working in the afternoon and late at night, then you know, I, I deliver really good results. But, you know, hmm. I don't have that freedom if I'm at the work, right? If I can't do that, if I'm in the office nine to five. That's interesting. I always hear people that are like super guilty about moving their work day later in the day because they feel like they have to get up 
because it's like this test of your worth as a human to get up early. But that's interesting <laughs> that, that you've purposefully said to yourself, no, I'm more productive in the afternoon and evening. That's kind of interesting. Uh, what can I do? I would love yeah. to be productive in the morning. Don't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Wake up at like 4 a.m. and be like, oh, I'm going to take on the I day. Know. I yeah. know. My clients, my clients are uh, they, they're like that. I have Australian clients in, uh, yeah. in Brisbane and that they always like, you know, get started there at 4 a.m. in the morning. They go to the gym uh, for one hour and at 5 a.m. they're in the office rocking yeah. it really productive. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. That's just nightmare for me. Yeah, I don't know. That's that is interesting. I might, maybe I'll have to try that. <laughs> that's what. So what? What are your normal hours like? But if you don't mind me asking, what's like your? What would you say is your normal block? Like when you, you know, start cut it off in the in the evening. So I would say I wake up around ten. Okay. I cook breakfast at home. Um, uh, I usually watch Friends while I have my breakfast. Yes. Friends, <laughs> Friends, or How I Met Your Mother, or uh, Rick and Morty. I don't know if you're into Kiki, Kiki cartoon stuff. <laughs> and uh, so I always have to have my breakfast and watch some sort of uh, comedy episode. And uh, obviously, every day when you do that, uh, you run out of the episodes, and I have to rewatch them over and over again. So, I've, like, how I met your mother, I've seen probably seven times. Oh my gosh, that's times. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, way too many times, but you know, I don't have any other options. I just run out of them. <laughs> so, that's my routine. And around, I would say around 12, 12, I start um, 12, yeah. Around noon, I start my work. Work okay. for two hours or two and a half hours. And uh, then I do my weird lunch dinner at around 3, 4. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it's very odd timing for anybody because it's neither lunch, neither dinner, neither brunch. I don't know what it is. You know, based on my schedule, that's just that's what it is. And that's so what I have. Yeah. yeah. After, after that, I go for a coffee. Uh, where I sometimes play video games yeah. and <laughs> then I come back and work for another two, three hours Okay. and I call it a day. Then I, I might, you know, go for drinks outside, meet up with friends or do something else. Okay. But I would say oh, nice. like, yeah, on average, I work like five hours a day. Okay. And you do that, what is that like five, six days a week or how many? What do six you days a week. Six, six days a week. A week. Yeah. Okay. I take a break on Saturday. Nice. That's that sounds ideal to me. That sounds like the perfect work schedule. <laughs> Works I love for it. Me. I, yeah. No, I think it, I think a lot of people watching they would agree that's the that's what would work for them. Uh, cool. And did it take you a while to settle in on this? Like a lot of experimentation, or you just kind of knew? I, I yeah. It just it was. That's how the day one that I had the freedom to do that. That's how it fell out. That's how it's always been. Yeah, okay. Definitely. Because I just listen to your body, listen to your uh, feeling, and uh, it's going to get you where you're supposed to be. So if you listen to uh, yourself and when you're working on something, and if you're like, you know, you're doing, I don't know, maybe you're doing a spreadsheet or maybe you're doing a PowerPoint presentation, or maybe you have this sort of interview with somebody, listen to yourself and see if uh, when you end it, when you're done working with it, do you feel exhausted or energized? Like when I finish my design work, I'm energized. Not, I'm never exhausted. I'm like, oh, I'm ready to go now. I'm ready to because I'm satisfied because I've completed something. I feel satisfied. And when then I, I can do other stuff. I'm not never tired after it. And if you feel, you know, if you're doing some work that gets you tired, 
then probably it's not what you want to do because you you are taking using so much of your willpower and with willpower is just like really limited resource to push through it but i'm not using willpower to work when i'm designing it just uh I, it just for me it just flows and when, when yeah. i'm done my willpower is still 100 percent full like a battery not like a battery but a battery is always yeah. <laughs> a full battery yeah. like a magical no, that's awesome. battery <laughs> Completely, yeah. Never energize your battery. Yeah, that's interesting though because a lot of my buddies that do fitness coaching, one of the first things okay. they realize is like people that are having problems with their health. It's usually because they're doing a lot of stuff for the majority of their day that they don't want to be doing. You know what I mean? Exactly. It yeah. is so draining. You're, you see it on your you see it on people's faces. It just uh, do you know like uh, the, in Harry Potter this uh, creatures, the mentors. When yeah. They just suck life out of you. <laughs> Falling yeah. apart. That's what happens when you're doing something that you don't want to do. It's just so stressful and so life consuming. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's I think that's true. And it's interesting that you said too how you, you know, startups aren't for you because the way that you're saying you feel energized with that schedule. I know there are some people that they just feel energized just working all day, but it's like not most of the people I know. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. When you when you when you when you hang out with like my my business partner, he he was complete opposite of me. For him, let him talk, let him go to meetings, let him sell, let him do business interviews and business partners. That's what he was getting his uh, uh, you know rocking his boat basically, and mm. uh, that's what he loved. I, so if I give him an advice, you know what, this is a great lifestyle. Wake up at 11 o'clock and, you know, take it easy and work five hours a day yeah. and just sit down and just design something, you know, all day long. He would go crazy. That would yeah. drain life out of me. Yeah. No, totally. I, totally. I think people don't try to figure that out for themselves enough because it's most corporate jobs are similar routine. Um, so with the different jobs you mentioned you know you need to find out what you're going to be really good at because you don't want to just produce a shit product in your work so how can people figure that out i know you said you tried marketing and then you went to design do you think there's a way people can figure that out without wasting too much time or not really there is no there is no easy way to get there i mean there is it's it's easy but there is no quick way to get there because uh, your brain and your personality just so complicated and uh you looking within yourself uh, is also extremely difficult somebody observing you might have a better understanding of what your tendencies are but when you're observing yourself within inside right it's extremely difficult to find out what's gonna what's gonna be a good thing so you cannot really predict it the only way you can and a hundred percent definitely you can tell is when you have sensory experience. So when you have, when you are eating food, you hundred percent can tell if you like it or not, right? Yeah. yeah. But you cannot predict if you're gonna like a food. Now you cannot see the ingredients of the food and you're like, oh, I'm definitely gonna like it, unless you have super extreme amount of experience and all the ingredients. Maybe you could if you're professional in it. But you're not. You're not a professional in predicting what would be the great career choice for you. 
So mm. for me, I've tried everything. I've tried. I even tried online poker. I tried online poker wow. for three months. I thought yeah. that would be my thing. It wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it wasn't my thing. I lost that. I didn't become a super. I didn't become Phil Ivy and uh, a successful poker player. No, I tried. I tried a lot of things. I tried uh, businesses, and uh, when I did when I did freelance and when I did design, that's that's where my was, that's where I found my element basically. And um, yeah, if, as an advice to people, is you gotta try these things and listen to your body, listen to your you know how you're gonna feel, and at some point you'll hit the jackpot. Yeah. Predicting very difficult. It's very difficult to predict it. You always have to give it a shot and see yourself. But obviously, you can. You can. Uh, if I if I were to sit down and let's say you know start categorizing things, I would say like, do you like working with people or you don't? I think that's very easy to tell, and yeah. that can really easily categorize what you would like. So if you get a lot of pleasure from working with people. Mm-hmm design development probably won't be your thing yeah right because you don't deal with people that much you deal with uh, uh, with a computer or you deal with uh, tools you're working with it most of the time and a lot of time you're working in isolation obviously mm. you're doing something work because there is a feedback loop and stuff but it's not your daily routine it's not the daily thing so if you're mm. working if you're doing five hours of design independently alone but you're a people's person and you get your kicks out of meeting people and talking to people, then this is mm. not your thing. Absolutely. Yeah. This, you will hate this. So yeah. if you like people, then you have to choose careers that on a daily basis involves talking to people, meeting people, and interacting with people. So if it's you know things like marketing, sales, PR, I don't know what else is that. I think there's obviously a lot yeah. of things that involve then you can think about those careers. So I think you can start by categorizing. Do I want, do I like interacting with people or I don't? And a lot of people, they don't. They don't like to interact with people when it comes to work. Obviously, we all like to interact with our friends and you know, family and go out for a drink. Not that yeah. sort of interaction. I mean, work-based interaction. That's what you can sort of put yourself into a little bit of a, a funnel and then break down from there. And from there, like you can, I could, I could tell this, for example, with that when it comes to development. Like, if you're thinking of becoming, if the development, programming, and coding would be your thing, I can tell you, can you spend eight hours looking for a bug? Yeah. Like, can you not shoot yourself if you are, say, something is broken, you don't know why it's broken, you're trying to figure it out, and sitting there staring doing nothing for eight hours, understanding what's wrong. Yeah. I can do that. I like that. But if you're going to, if that's going to drive you crazy, development won't be your thing because you will just drive yourself crazy. Right. Yeah. Because a lot yeah. of development involves that something is just not working and you don't know why. Let me find, I need to find, it's puzzle solving. But if you like puzzles, you'll probably like development. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I could, a, if I worked on it, if I worked on it, I would probably come up with some sort of system to yeah. tell you that this is not your thing. Not to yeah. tell you that this will be your thing, but I can tell you what's not going to be your thing probably. Yeah. No, that's a good one. I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure it out. It's a good one. I like the people versus no people. And that's a good, 
it's a good starting point. I'm, I'm going to start that. with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, that's awesome. So for your, uh, I just have a couple more questions, by the way. I know you probably have some, some work. For your uh, course, do you have any wild success stories from any of your students? Like any of your students go and start a, start a business afterwards in Udemy or anything crazy like that? Get a job? Uh, I got to say, I do have a lot of success stories, but uh, not what you would expect because uh, my clients, my students, they come to lending page not to become lending page designers. They come because they have a necessity for a lending page. They need a lending page, and that's where they get in there. Because uh, a lot of my most of my students, when they come, it will be interpreters, it will be marketers. Let's say some, but sometimes it will be marketers, digital marketers who are working for a company, and uh, you know they have a project that they need to build a lending page, or they have been already building lending page, but they want to improve on that. And it will be those kind of guys. A lot of times, they'll be starting entrepreneurs who. The lending page is not their business model. It's the, it's the means, it's the advertising means for them. And yeah. that's how they come. I've heard a lot of you know, success stories. Like one of the uh, stories I've heard was uh, actually, this was already a very successful startup. Uh, they were doing uh, uh, sort, of, sort of handmade uh, uh, head laces. Very interesting business. So those are head, head laces on them. So you would basically head, hang the head somehow. You know how the how you hang the sunglasses on your uh, on your neck, so yeah. something like that for the hat, so they don't you know they don't fly away. So mainly it was uh, for uh, guys who are into extreme sports, who are riding uh, bikes, who are on the riding mountain bikes and things like that. And they have this problem that hat always flies away. <laughs> so yeah. they come up with this really ingenious solution where it has laces, and then uh, they were selling hats with those laces and all this stuff. Very successful startup and. Uh, when they started doing uh, digital marketing and advertising, you know, they, they were spending a lot of money on, uh, they were not getting really good conversion rates and they were spending a lot of money on it. And then they took uh, one of the guys, they took my course and then, you know, they built really good landing page out of it. And then, you know, they wrote me and was thanking me saying that, oh my God, you know, well, conversions improved so much and now we were blowing our budgets because we had, you know, didn't have a proper landing page for our conversion. Yeah. So things yeah. like that, yes, but not as, um, my next course made mine because my next course will be more directed for people who want to become designers. Yeah. No, that's awesome though. I mean, a startup using it is, is pretty awesome. Um, so the, the Webflow course, you've been talking about that a couple of times. Are you in any way affiliated with the company or do you just love their product? I just love it. Really? I just love it. I, uh, I'm just, for me, for me, I feel like I'm, it gives me superpowers. Yeah. For me, it just uh, because what I can do with it, it's it's you will need a really good developer to be able to do those things. So you know, if you need to build interactions and animations and things like that on website, yeah, somebody might know HTML and CSS, but if you need a lot of animations and things have to happen on the website, right? If there is you know uh, uh, boxes disappearing, appearing, uh, doing backflips, somersaults, whatever you need somebody who is uh, proficient in jQuery, JavaScript, or some, you know, a bit more, more of an uh, animation stuff. And, um, but this one, you know, Webflow covers everything. It gives me this ability to build websites without knowing any of these languages. And I can produce extremely high quality websites. And because before, either I, before I had to, you know, design a website and 
uh, it was at Webflow. You were talking about, you basically said that Webflow can make super like high quality websites and like why you were using it, what you thought about the product. Yeah. And uh, what it enables me to do is uh, to propose to a client a full product, full delivery of the website. Because nobody wants just a design, right? Usually they want a product, they want a website uh, to be done. So either I have to hire a developer, for example, I want to uh, propose a package to the client that I will, you know, design and get the uh, developed side and hire a, hire a developer, work with them, waste a lot of time in communication with them, make any edits to 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 the site. You know, every, any edit that I need to make to the site, I have to tell the developer. So you know, all this is so costly and takes will take so much of my time, and then I have to share the revenue with with another developer, right? Or the client has to, you know, get my designs and hire they then they have to find a developer who is going to build a website, right? Mm -hmm. so just you know creates a bit more extra cost for the client for me, more time consuming and what's but with this with Webflow, I can just tell them which is I'll design it and develop it in more and you'll have excellent site, excellent website that runs on you know, agency servers, um, the hosting isn't, uh, isn't that as expensive. It's just like $15, uh, $15 $20 per month. Uh, and, uh, <clears throat> and, um, and it has an amazing CMS, content management system, which is much simpler than what WordPress would have. So oh, it's wow. better what, uh, yeah. Like you can edit a site when you take a site, it's it's it has a live editor. So for a client who wants to like make some little changes to the site, they don't have to go in the back office and they edit articles and stuff there or change something. No, the site is live. You edit by the way, you publish it. So it has wow. so many so many great features for me as a designer, and plus for the client, they don't have to learn WordPress, they don't have to deal with any of that stuff. They just go on the website and just start editing. That's it. That's all they need to do. It's that simple. So it's, you know, huge win for both of us. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's, that's awesome. I'm gonna have to check their product out again. <laughs> I saw it. It looks good. You, but can, I... you can see like you, you go on the YouTube and you'll see a lot of web. So designers who got into it, they're like, you know, mind blown because this is yeah. how much they can do with it. Right. Because yeah. now a lot of designers, they wanted to learn to code because of that. But, you know, a lot of designers, they don't like to code. They got into design because they like the design side of things. And now mm -hmm. that they can build all these things, they're like mind blown, which is like, it's a complex, it's a difficult product. Like nobody has even attempted to do something close to that. Right. There is no alternative to it. It's that, com it's that complex of a engineering behind it. Although done in a very simple way, but it's so powerful. It just, you know, I'm, I'm every day I ask myself, how did they manage to build a, such amazing tool? Yeah, how do more people not know about that? That's mind blowing. I wonder. Um, anyway, you know, you answered a bunch of questions. I appreciate it. You gave some great advice. Uh, I do want to ask you this last question. Is there anything that I didn't ask you that I should have or that you'd like to talk about or leave people with? Um, let me think. Um, I think, yeah, I think we covered a lot of stuff. Huh? Yeah. And uh, I think, yeah, one of the things, uh, one of the questions, maybe, which is still from the list of, uh, question, list of questions that you had, which is what, 
So for upcoming designers, you know, what resources? Yeah. Uh, and how to, you know, how to get the scale and how to improve or how to start and what resources to take. And uh, one thing I've been, uh, from the start, what I've done was, uh, A, I started doing, um, took, taking a lot of online courses, obviously. Definitely to learn the design, you know, start with um, design concepts. Because design is not a difficult thing. It has a lot of rules and recommendations that you guide yourself through it. And um, it tells you basically why something looks good. Now, when you look, every, we all understand. When you see, look at the website or an app or a poster, we can all tell if something looks good or if yeah. something stinks, right? Humans can do that. Everybody can do that. But we don't know why. But design tells you the reasons why. And design tells you things look good because they're not chaotic. Your brain easily digests the information. There's a hierarchy. There is a focal point. So when you look at the poster, there is one item that is a focal point that is big. Your eye goes to that first, then understands what's the next next one in the hierarchy and follows. So all the there is a lot of rules and a lot of recommendations. It tells you how to make the design. So one first thing for any uh, starting designer is to understand those fundamentals and you know take those old school design courses that are mainly from universities and things like that and not jump into right away into web design and how to learn how to code or how to learn Webflow. Don't start with a Webflow right away or don't start with a Photoshop right away, but understand the fundamentals of how to make something look good. That's mm -hmm. it. And then you progress from there. And obviously, another uh, recommendation I would say is use good inspiration. Now, when you're looking for an inspiration, don't Google it. Don't go with like good website examples because Google shows things that are most visited. It's a very different ranking. Google doesn't show you what looks good. Google shows mm -hmm. you what's you know high ranking in SEO. So go yeah. sites like Dribble.com. Dribble is an excellent place to find good inspiration and uh, look for good design examples there and recreate them, you know, backwards engineer them. Find something you like, oh, I like this poster, or I like this website, I like this app. Let me try to recreate them exactly pixel perfect. Kind of like mm -hmm. what an art, art school students do and when a teacher takes them to a museum and tells them, okay, replicate and forge this Picasso painting exactly as much as possible. Because in yeah. the beginning, you have to get yourself skilled like how I can do exactly what they are doing. You know, get at that level, get at the benchmark of, okay, I'm able to copy everything. I'm really good at copying. Become yeah. really good at copying, then you'll start remixing. And then once you start remixing, that's it. You're creating now, creating original board. Yeah, that's insane. That's almost the exact same advice I got from the first designer I interviewed on here. Yeah. Reverse engineering Excellent. is like the number one, the number one recommendation across industries. Excellent. That's awesome, man. Uh, well, Vaco, I'm going to uh, cut the recording and we can chat after, but thank you for coming on and sharing some of your advice for all the aspiring designers. This was fun. Yeah. This was really fun. Was. Thanks a lot, Jen. All right. Definitely. Hope it was helpful for anybody who's going to watch it. <laughs> I think so. <laughs>